Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue, and we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome to AVA Live Radio, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 556 with Diane Ming. I'll Be Here Waiting is the first song. We've already released it out there on social media. It's done so well. You guys have talked about it. You love the lyrics. It's been one of those songs that has connected so many people. So well done, Diane. Here it is. We'll be right back with her interview. Look out to the horizon beyond the path of life shall guide you move you swiftly on new things to discover unseen sights to see always I am waiting when you return to me Oh, 
Welcome her to AVA. Hi, Diane. How are you? Oh, hey, Jacqueline. How are you today? Excellent. Thank you. Very, very good. It's always a nice day when you start off with a beautiful song like that. Why don't you tell us what it's about? Um, uh, it's, it's basically, uh, I can't take credit for all the words because my mom, uh, my mom, I lost her. Uh, she was pretty young, uh, 52 years old. She was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, she had such a positive attitude about life. You wonder where I got mine. Um, yeah. Always the glass was half empty. Not half, I mean, half full, not half, half empty right. for her. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she kept a, I kept a diary, actually. I was uh, became very close. She moved to where I was, not too far from me, to get into some warmer weather. I was living in Florida at the time. And I kept a diary of some of the things that she was telling me. She was almost like passing on to me some information that she knew I would need once she moved on. And um, so and it was really hard. I, it took me a couple of years to actually revisit the diary and to be able to on mother's day, actually I sat down with the diary and I extracted the words to the song and they were her words to me. Um, and I could, I could envision that, you know, for a father to a son, to a mother, to a daughter, uh, to a father, to a daughter, you know, I mean, and every walk of life, we have somebody that we love, whether it's family, whether it's friends, that we're going to lose someday, right? Mm, and yeah. uh, she had some awesome words of wisdom, you know, I'll always be here, you know, no matter what happens, I'll always be here for you. Oh, you know, it's, it's a shame that we do. I've been thinking a lot about that myself, you know, as as you know, because I've I'm I have a father with cancer and it's it's really difficult when you know, you go through life every day, right? And things happen. Yeah. You go through your ups and downs, you go through the hustle and the hardships and, and the easy things and you know, all the good and bad times. But then when you face something like this it's a whole nother ball game completely that you can never prepare yourself for. And as much as you think you're going to handle it well or be able to be there for them, it's really hard because, you know, just thinking that all of us have to face something like this inevitably, whether it be, you know, dying of natural causes or dying from, uh, you know, something that a disease or an illness, it's really, really a tricky concept because I don't think me as a person, I've ever had to really think about losing someone in, you know, that, that didn't accidentally happen. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is cool. You know, the lyric video, the timing of where I, I am and cause she moved down to Florida right along the coast, um, the scenery, uh, and that was shot with a drone, um, I'm learning how to fly one uh, guy who has mm-hmm. a business here. Um, and anyways, I mean, being right along the ocean just reminded me of that time. 
you know, because she loved the ocean. Uh, she actually loved the ocean. So um, there was a real connection there. Uh, and I'll, this song was never meant to go out on radio. At least it wasn't my plan. Uh, in August of last year, um, we had released it, had gone out to Spotify, and mm-hmm. um, it landed on 214 playlists. Um, and it, it uh, we had done a search, my uh, radio promoter, and it was showing up on blogs. It was showing up on Shazam. I'm like, it was coming up in search engines. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, and sure enough, I mean, Larry said, hey, I think the fans picked this one. That's uh, amazing. So he was like, let me hear that track again. I sent it to him. He called me right back. He's like, this has got to go out on radio, Diane. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and it shot out like a bullet right after the first of the year, it, it, and more good, good things to come. It's climbing the charts like faster than any of my other songs that I picked. Isn't that so, funny? Yeah, it's you know I've I've seen that happen often. That the song that you wouldn't think that maybe is closest to your heart. You're so protective over it. You don't think that that's going to be the one that everybody's going to connect with. But I can see why everybody connects with this one because we're all going through this, this, this emotion at one time or another or not. If not every single day, we're going through this. Everyone that misses someone in their lives, you know, it just applies to such a wide group of people. And it, I think everyone's so lonely at, at heart, right? That's the human condition that... We need more songs like this. That's why it's charting. That's why it's in that position, you know, and plus because you have a consistent fan base. You've been here for a long time. And when you release something, you've got people that initially will pay attention and help you climb. What do you feel is, I mean, normally when people want to get on like heat seeker charts and things, they're thinking of selling about 750 albums, right? That's the traditional the traditional route yeah. to try and get that to happen on pre-sale in a week. Do you feel that the streams have carried it there? Are you, did you do the, you know, a real hard push on pre-sale? What was the thing that you usually take to try and get your songs to, to the heat seeker charts or, you know, on the charts? And do you think that it's just a matter of playlisting today? Cause I've seen a lot of artists do playlists and, just getting it on playlists has really made a difference. Well, that and that has happened just recently. It's not all that. I would say the playlists um, really sh- and the sales on this single, um, believe it or not, were bigger than some of the other hits I had on this record uh, because of the playlist. Now we didn't do any pre-sales. It it happened on its own on this one. Mm, incredible. Um, it happened all That's kind of great, though, and... isn't it? <laughs> it's awesome because yeah. you didn't have to. I know. I mean, I, I know I would have been part of the pre-sale, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, all right, I know there was no pre-sale because I didn't see one, but I know that I know that people download your tracks, and I know that you are very, very popular on being added to playlists, and, and the people who really, like, gun for you, your super fans are super, super fans. They are just crazy about all the stuff that you do. And that really helps to push everything forward because as you've seen, right, with the numbers, once you get 
even 10 people talking about you, if they have thousands of people, then that's going to expand really quick, especially in what they say. So it's not necessarily about the pre-sale, right? But I mean, that is one way of doing it. Now let's talk about playlists. How many playlists do you figure you ended up accidentally on? <laughs> it was over. It was over two hundred. Yeah. And, and uh, last last count, it was two hundred and fourteen. Um, I was just, you know, like I said, blown away by it, Jacqueline. Uh, yeah. And I didn't even know it was. I didn't even know it was happening until Larry looked. Really. Um, I was wondering why why that truck was selling, and um, and it just started peeking its head out, you know, and like what's going yeah. on here? I'm scratching my head. <laughs> Did I miss <laughs> No, it's amazing. I mean, even on um, on Facebook, you highlighted a video the other day that was doing really well for you, and you were really surprised. And, and I've had that happen so many times, right? We don't even pay attention because we're so busy with the current content, not even realizing that in the insights, there's some real surprises happening on all of these social media yeah. channels, right? So it's easy to, to oh, lose yeah. track of it. I will Do you guys, though, I mean, uh, go ahead. No, I wanted to ask one, one more question to you. Now, when you guys sure. um, work on the back end of everything, because I know a lot of people are probably curious about stuff like this, do you have a certain distribution channel that you love to use every time? Like, for instance, you know, a lot of the artists choose CD Baby because they like um, this insights and the, the ability to see playlists and who's been adding. Do you have a tracker that you like to use that is very consistent for you guys to be able to check the information? Um, well, number one, I do like CD Baby. I use that for that purpose, as well as Radio Access, um, the service that um, my radio promoter uses. Um, we're able to track a lot of, and verify a lot of what's happening, the streams, the downloads, the plays. Um, so I know it's absolutely accurate. Yeah, and that makes a big difference because you need to have some kind of insight. You need to know what's going on. I like the fact, though, that have you been into the user side of Spotify yet? Have you guys crawled through that? Because they've been really pushing out some new tools for artists right on the channel. I just started. Yeah, so I would say I'm a novice. <laughs> yeah, I Pretty cool, working. though, right? Yeah, I'm excited it about really it. cool. I know. I've been crawling through it myself because I want to know, you know, how it works. Of course, we have a lot of um, new playlists that we pushed out just at the end of last year, and we're we're going to be adding like three times as many of those in the next month. So that's going to be exciting because we love having those playlists. They're so handy, so easy to get, you know, niche music in front of an audience that's looking for a specific thing. Let's talk about your well, coloring well, book. Oh, okay, cool. Just real quick, I will tell you, I'm excited about, I do have a new project, new album uh, for this year. Um, we haven't yet released it, and we're not going to do that. We're gonna, I'm going to experiment with the pre-release on that, and a lot more with Spotify. I'm excited about doing that um, and see how that goes. But I, I, have, I have a coloring book. Um, I'm, I was tail, tail end of finishing all the sketches. They're done. They're done. They're complete. 
Um, I have a sponsor. I have an endorsement uh, through Chatsong. Um, they're doing my book for me. Um, right now, I'm compiling the pages and getting it ready for print. Super excited about that. I've seen you streaming it, which I'm so excited you decided to do it because I love watching the process. And I think that tells the best story of all, right? It's just seeing you day to day finish these pages. Yes. It, um, it's been um, a learning experience for me to do this. <laughs> and, uh, um, I got a huge surprise this past weekend when I was sketching and I went live. Um, my reach went like from zero to 20,000 in two seconds and there that you almost go. freaked me out <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that I know I'm excited you did it and you got a new iPhone to do it too so that's fun because you got I love getting new technology when I when I have to stream and do videos and it's kind of fun to play with it all I've actually already had people message me and they want to know how much the book's going to be and they said most of them said I'll, I'll take one. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's so, so cool. Like, I, get, I don't know how we could do pre-orders, but there's got to be a way to do that. <laughs> oh, sure. We can do pre-orders on your website. Um, it, are you going to be drop shipping them, or are we? Are you going to be selling them through the distributor? I'm going to be. They're going to be providing them to me. Uh, well, a certain amount, and um, so I'll be doing some. At a drop ship straight from me signed. Oh, okay. So great. That's awesome. So we can actually put up an e-commerce page for you just for the coloring book. I would love to do that. Let's just email me, Diane, after, and the girls will set it up for you. And that way everybody can see some of the live streams that you've been doing of the coloring book. They can see some of the pages as they're, you know, starting to press out. And then the order will be right there and everybody can pre-order it. Yeah, that that would be great. I'll be given a limited quantity, and they will be able to buy it through Chet Song. Um, but you know, straight from me, I'll have a you know certain amount that I'll be able to go ahead and sell and sign. You know, put my you know um, like um whatever they want me to write in there, I can take it out to them. That's exciting. See, that's something really special. I love stuff like that. I'm excited to see it too. Is there going to be a digital version? Because a lot of people buy digital coloring books. Now, I, I don't know about this side of the of the um, e-commerce, but apparently there are apps, and they're always looking for pages to add to those apps so people can use them in coloring. I'm looking into that right now. I just, you know, want to be careful about it getting out there as far as, you know, plagiarism. And, you, always, mm-hmm. you know, some of it you just kind of got to let go. And if yeah. some of those steal it, they're going to steal it, you know. It's sure. Almost, but I, I am looking at uh, a digital version. I think that's a great idea. It's kind of um, interesting, this will, right? be value, I wonder. this will be volume one. There's more to come. Uh, I will have an animal series, you know, specifically cats, dogs, uh, safari animals, and there will be different volumes. So the and they will be kind of like collectors, you know, kind of like a magazine, be volume one, edition one, volume two, you know, and I'm, I'm going to yeah. sequence it like that. If you do end up doing, um, like, downloadable pages, you could probably, the way your website is set up, we could probably put them in, like, as a PDF that they can buy 
so they could get the digital version or the physical version. And then, you know, they could download it. The only thing, like you said, they could, once it's digital, people could pass on the pages or just, I don't know, maybe copy and, and put them up there on the internet or something. That's, that's the only backside to it. Like I said, you know, it's almost like there, there are people out there that steal music. They know that, you know. Yeah. And But there's there's actually the, the, the best listeners, believe, believe it or not, they'll buy the music. And I do also have sites up on, on the U.K. side on music. And you know what? That take donations. And I will tell you that those people pay more for the track on a donation than yes. you could ever ask for. So um, true. Sale and and so, you know, so the real true music people, uh, they they're willing to pay for it. Uh, you're always going to have your thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true? You know, I suggested a while ago to an artist that they think about on their website, and this might be something for you. Every single that they push out, they should have a page designed on their website with a donation link that links to like PayPal so that you can change the amount and that way they can pay what they can afford. And that allows people to pay, you know, anything that they can afford, but it now becomes a contribution or an offering more of a thank you. And that way I would find that if you leave the trust in the people that they're going to overpay rather than underpay for the music. I think that that should be a real big business model that a lot of artists should take on. Because if you're having trouble selling your music, then why not let people donate to keep you going? I absolutely agree with you, Jacqueline. I think that that's a great business model. I've been seeing this happen on these UK sites that I'm on for the last five years. The people, 80% of the time, overpay, and it's more like a tip jar. Yeah, it's great. It's right. I mean, I was on uh, where was I? I was on Periscope a few like a week ago, and I hadn't been there for a long time. And I guess they had started to do the like a tipping system where people give you like superstars or super hearts or something. And I saw these start to come in, and I was like, "What are these?" And they're like, "They're tips." And I'm like, you're, you're able to tip me? And they're like, yeah, we buy, they, they sell us, right? You have to buy them. You use your PayPal account, you buy tips. And I guess they're like almost like coins or hearts, but they're called, I think, super hearts. And when you're in a live stream, they're actually giving you tips, much like uh, some of those other streaming platforms where it just solely works on that. I thought that was an interesting concept because whether you're giving information or singing or whatever you're doing, it's wonderful that people can contribute. And I noticed that once they started, there were a lot of them doing it. (laughs) You know, it kind of like gets out of hand, but they do. It's amazing. Yeah, I I think that's a great idea. It's easy easy to think that you run into one person out of a hundred that's not so good, right? That everybody's like that, but that's not true. I mean, we shouldn't let that taint the rest of our view of everybody else because most people really have good hearts and they care and they want to help you. And you know what? What's a dollar? You know, a dollar, if you got a dollar from everybody that, you know, if I had everybody leave a dollar at the door, I mean, that would add up, you know, that would help. Yeah. 
It certainly would. Certainly would. And you have so so many products, Diane, that people can, you know, get just just for being that that amazing super fan. I mean, I've seen people buy every single one of your t-shirts, you know, as you get like collectibles. And I think that that's wonderful because you've not only established a real road, right? A real brand. And you've made sure that you've, you've kind of like reined yourself in to design so that they are cohesive. And when people see them now, we know they're you. There's no, no chance that we would mistake them for anyone else's art. They are certainly you because you're not all over the place with the designs. And I think that that really breeds that repeat customer, that person that wants a collectible and wants to get a whole series of them. Not to mention the subject matter that you're, you're doing your art around is incredible. I mean, to have Davey Bowie and Cher and John Lennon and, you know, all these amazing artists that we love so much especially the ones that we've lost this year, all represented in art that you can purchase. That to me is something that you've really done almost like as a favor to people because it doesn't seem to really exist. Nothing, nothing this unique exists for those artists. I think it's great. Well, thank you, Jacqueline. It's sure been, it's been a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't usually love it anyway very much, but <laughs> when I, I'm up at two in the morning, <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I know how much you've put into it, really, you know, and that's why I'm really glad that you're making live streaming a part of it, because watching you develop them and then maybe, you know, releasing some uh, timeline, time-lapse videos for them, it's just been really cool. I think to be able to introduce new people to you, which we're doing a huge push on this year, both on Instagram and, and Twitter, you know, we're doing a lot of that for all the artists, but being able to introduce somebody to you and then having them see those time lapses as being the first introduction or, you know, the, the fact that this song is charting and you have a wonderful video with, with scenic views. I mean, it's, it's really a pleasure to be able to present stuff like that because I think they're going to get in the first 30 seconds a really, really wonderful view of what you've accomplished. And then as they continue to dig, you've got the right content on your pages for people to be able to experience the story, even though they weren't there at the time. That's really important today. Well, I think it's so important to be connected with my friends. I'm going to call them. Yeah. I don't really like the word fans. And I'll, I'll put a word out there. It's like, if there's an artist that you really like, um, whether past, present, future, uh, I have a running list of artists that I keep. Um, I would be happy to add them to one that I would paint. And what I would do, if you let me know, it's who, whoever you know lets me know that they like that artist, I will private message them when I'm getting ready to sketch and send them oh an invite. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. How exciting. Do you have any on your list right now that you're you're about to do that we haven't seen yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> like who? Do. Are they all from are they all like classic you're not gonna tell me? <laughs> we have to wait. <laughs> Well, I am working on a series of Bob Seeger, I will tell you that, but I won't tell you past that. I, I have a list. I would say there's like 40 artists on it. 
right now. Any more movie um, stars? Are you going to do any more movie stars? Like James Dean maybe would be a good one. Did you ever do James Dean? I haven't done James Dean, um, yeah. but I do have um, a star of the series of Frank Sinatra. Oh, cool. That's neat. Um, I yes, I am doing nostalgia's. Um, not just um, musicians, but also you know lot movie stars as well. Mm-hmm. How fun! Oh my gosh, you, this did, it, it's a journey. It could go on and on. I can think of so many <laughs> really great ones to have. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really is. I can think of so many. Well, I mean, if you think of famous movies like The Godfather, right? I mean, it's it's kind of hard not to have some a representation in your collection. And then Star Wars, some of the movies that are just iconic movies, some of the characters that we've we've seen, like even Yoda. I mean, there's there's some things that I can think of that would be like, wow, this would be incredible. Then you've got like The Lord of the Rings. And those characters, right, that are half human, half oh, animal. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think that all of those are are really great content for you. But there's such a big well, list. Hey, that... and there's Harry Potter. And... Yes, Harry Potter. <laughs> How can we not forget Harry Potter, right? I mean, these have been people that I think, um, or characters that have affected so many people. So. And I just don't see things like this existing yet. Every single year at Christmas time everybody's trying to scoop up everything they can of those. I mean, they, they get them early and they sell them on eBay for, you know, 50 times as much as they buy them for, for just at Christmas time. So to me, I'm always thinking of what characters are people still are still resonating with people and will continue to do it as those movies are just classics and keep airing, you know, and just keep in the forefront. Yes, those are definitely in my sights. Um, so, I mean, there'll be posters. Um, that's one thing. I'm getting an, an expensive, uh, you know, nice quality posters. You know, so kids yeah. can hang on their wall, um, along with the fine prints, the uh, T-shirts, of course, and now the shoe line. I picked up, you know, I'm doing Martin shoes now with my art on it, um, the lorries as well. And uh, there was a new one that just came out similar to the Lori uh, that's more of a, uh, a fabric shoe uh, I'm real excited about. So um, just, you know, exploring different avenues. I don't want to get too diversified. I want to, you know, stay in, in, in a niche or a pocket so I can be, you know, expected so they know what I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm always open. If I've had somebody, you know, um, ask if I would look at umbrellas. Um, and that might be a possibility. Um, I'll look at that. I just don't want, like I said, get too far out. Yeah, I like the umbrellas. I think umbrellas are a really great add-in for merchandising that people don't think of. I've enjoyed seeing a lot of the artists take some of their, um, you know what I love to see? I love to see a single that ends up, having some kind of representation, you know, and it can be just any, any object. It could be lips. Let's just take lips. Right. And then you see those lips attached to the single as the single cover. And then you see the lips come out on different merchandise. And now it becomes a symbol of the artist and the song. It becomes branded to them, just the, the image, like a logo. And then you see it like press out on, on things like umbrellas and things that we use every day why not have something really, really cool that you love from your favorite artist 
you know, and, and that just continues to spread the word. I think that I saw a lot of it done as, as well through um, one of the mainstream artists, and I'm trying to think of who it was. She came out with a peach, and this was a really simple idea. It was a, she used a peach to represent her new album, and so she developed oh, cool. the whole thing in peaches. So you saw, like, peach socks, peach shirts. There were peach jammies, there were umbrellas, there were purses. And this peach became like associated with her, even though, you know, there have been other peaches (laughs) right, in the world that have been associated with other brands. But for that moment in time, that then became like the calling card for the new release. That's how you can really show branding and, and use these products. Just get them into people's everyday lives and make them look really unique. You made me think of station. Those guys are great. Um, What's that? On the, the release, uh, the Bali station, uh, Randy, and um, helped them with the artwork on that French song that they released. Oh right, um, yes, yes. You know, yeah, great job. In closing, I I love to collaborate, um, and I did have a, another artist from Canada approach me uh, uh, about an album cover. Uh, and wanting to know if I would do an abstract of them. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yes, I am willing to collaborate, and uh, I love to collaborate with other artists. And as you said before, I love to support the music, the art, other independent artists as well. So if anybody out there wants to collaborate um, and work on a project together, whether it's art or music, um, I'm open. Oh, how nice. I'm that's awesome. That. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. I love to see collaborations. You know, I've been putting it up on the AVA Live Radio, um, the message boards and the Facebook group pages and stuff to encourage the collaborations because that helps you grow so much. You'd be surprised. When you really get into those, it grows. I have a collaboration, though, which is exciting for all of the artists to be involved with both on Twitter and Instagram. So when you see me post up what's your Twitter or what's your Instagram, make sure you leave the message there because people are following them to join each other's pages. And then I'm keeping a big list to do some collaborative projects with you guys to bring old people and new people together. Cause I, I don't want, you know, the older artists that maybe have been with us since, I don't know, like over 10 years <laughs> to get forgotten. Wow. I want everybody to keep recirculating. So it's quite a large list, but always leave them. And I'm just going to keep posting them until, you know, we make sure that we catch everyone. That's a great idea. I just mm-hmm. wanted to mention that. I mean, I really enjoyed working with the Bali station on that project. It was quite inspiring. Um, oh, so. it's so nice that that happened. I, I really got surprised when I saw that come out and you had mentioned it to me before and I was like, wow, this is amazing. It's so powerful. What a wonderful thing to do. Yes. Very exciting, Diane. Well, congratulations on this song and congratulations on all your great successes. So excited to be a part of it. And I've had such a wonderful time working with you so far. I'm, I'm looking forward to even more. And I, I can't wait to see what happens this time around when you do a pre-release strategy, because that's something you and I haven't worked on before. And I think that would be fun, you know, just to see if it changes or how it changes. We're going to find out. 
Yeah, we <laughs> sure are. And guys, don't forget to look on Diane's website. There will be a few changes coming up because we're going to put some uh, nice new pages up for her so that you can pre-order the comic book as well as get involved in those pre-releases when she has new music. You're going to want to join her newsletter and really stay tuned with her website because a lot of new stuff is going to be pushed out on that newsletter this year. Diane, thanks for being on the show and catching up with me. And I will talk to you like tomorrow (laughs) or later on today. (laughs) You have a great day. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Diane Mank on ABA Live Radio. We talk all the time, but, you know, it's just great to have her here and do a check-in with us and, and talk about what's been going on because she has had such amazing success with everything that she does, from art to, you know, releasing her music. She really works hard, though. I can honestly say when we say that we only sleep uh, five hours a day, I don't even think Diane sleeps five hours. She's got me beat because I know that there are moments when I'm sleeping and she's totally awake doing her artwork. (laughs) And now she's live streaming it. So don't forget to go and check out those live streams. You'll find them over on Facebook is where she typically does the live streams. And uh, she's got all kinds of pages for those. So I always go to her public page, which is Diane, and we have that all linked up on AVA Live Radio for you. 